0: Big bands, bro, bro, flex up, stretch out. Big bands, bro, bro. flex up, stretch out. Big bands, provo, flex yeah. up,
1: stretch out. Welcome to the Throwing
0: Smoke Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Lupo, director of Prime Softball Academy here in Central Arkansas, joined by my co-host, Lucian Lloyd. Lou, what up?
1: What's up, Jay? Well, hello, Lucian. Long
0: time, no see uh it's
1: been a couple hours it's been a
0: couple hours that's right we're recording this sunday night we were playing this weekend so lucian and i were around each other the whole weekend we uh you know i guess this is episode number six or seven what is this six six i believe yeah so it's different now you know we for the first five episodes all we talked about really was the fall league or events that surround more players that surrounded it and so now we're kind of making that transition to tournaments you know all of our teams opened up their tournament season this weekend all of our high school teams and uh, we did it in uh, Bryant and Benton at the Tulsa Elite Invite and we did it uh, with Trey Tucker up there Southeast Sports uh, in Conway and so we're going to talk about some of those you know the teams and how they did and uh, some individual performances and stuff, but I think we will probably start in uh, the Tulsa Elite Invite. That is, you know, we mentioned that on this podcast last week. This is a, a very good collection of talent, typically. Uh, probably, I, I think you could possibly say maybe the best in the state, like this this tournament here. Uh, you get a lot of teams from Oklahoma uh, that come down and, and uh, play in it. You get a lot of teams from – You know, Kansas. I saw some teams from Kansas. You know, we've seen some teams from Texas come up. So it's a good event. Uh, There are colleges there. Nothing crazy. But, you know, we saw a lot of college coaches this weekend, talked to a number of them. And it's a good event. Uh, It hasn't turned out like we wanted it to in either of the two years we've played in it. But still fun, still premium competition. And you you learn about yourself when you play in events like this, don't you?
1: Oh, no doubt. I, I believe there was a team from Iowa there. I, I there think, was. if I'm not yeah, if I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, they they come from uh first team we played uh Friday night. They played I mean they traveled uh I think seven hours to get there. That's right. That's, they were from West, that's a, West
0: Oklahoma. And uh, Yeah, that, I mean that's good. You know, I can remember last year in this, you remember we played that team out of Kansas and they were coached by that uh the the Florida Gator Olympian. I forget her name. Right. But, you know, we beat her. So I'm one and zero against the Olympians.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I'm two and zero against you. So what would <laughs> I have done to them?
0: Hey, I just said fall league is done. Lucien. Oh,
1: my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just never want to pass that opportunity. No,
0: anymore. I understand. I kind of opened the door for that and walked right into it. So I'll, right. I'll, I'll take chin. Okay. So let's talk Tulsa lead invite and let, you know, we, normally we'll start you know at the the older older first, but I gotta let's talk about 16 national man. I am so freaking proud of that group of kids and coaches uh, for their performance this weekend. It was their first tournament ever as a team. That roster still is isn't even really finalized. I mean, we kind of thrown it together. You know, all this happened really fast this fall, and uh, it's been a work in progress ever since. That's why they're not wearing the nice Decker jerseys that we got. Because uh, it just took – to, we had to evaluate players and figure out who we wanted on it. But for them to be a group that was thrown together, you know, it's one thing to throw a team together and put them in Conway or, uh, you know, somewhere like that. I'm not saying that the competition isn't good there, but I'm just saying to throw a team together and put them in an event like this for their first one, that is – I would say that qualifies as throwing them into the fire. Uh, and the 16-U national group, they came out of that fire – uh, really impressive. They went three and two overall in the event, but they went two and one in their pool. They got into the uh, gold bracket at the event, which you, you know the gold. How they separated here is typically gold. The gold bracket is filled with teams that went three and oh, and two and one in pool play. The uh, the lower bracket is filled with teams that went one and two or oh, and three in pool play. So you all of the the majority of the best teams in the tournament are in that top flight bracket, and so. By them simply punching their ticket to that, that's a big win right there. And then not only did they do that, they went and they won their first bracket game this morning against a a good team from the Tulsa Elite. And then they went and played the uh, tail off of a team that I believe was from Iowa that team you were talking about that ended up going to the championship game. And so just really proud of them. Talk about 16 U national. I know you watched some of their games with me and spent some time around Doug. So talk about what you saw.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I started, uh, Friday night after we played, they were, uh, they were playing a little, it was a little later than, uh, after us. And we had enough time to get over to the other park. Yeah. And like I had mentioned on the previous podcast, uh, I think that when we're at the same place, we need to support each other. And, I mean, I saw a lot of that this weekend. Yeah. Uh, but we went over there Friday night, and they were playing a Tulsa elite team, and we got there right as they were warming up. <clears throat> and you could just see when they were warming up that uh, Doug's team was was more athletic than uh, than the team they were fixing to play. And Yeah. I just made the comment. I was like, those kids over there got an uphill battle against this one. I mean, because our our 16U team is is really, really good. Yeah. And, man, (laughs) I I called you because when I called you, it was was like 16, 17 to nothing. And, I mean, it was just – I mean, there's no other way to put it. It was a dang track meet. I mean, it was – I was sitting there, and I I was watching, and it was obvious – that this team had not done their scouting report because yeah. Skylar come up, and I know we're talking about her again, yeah. but it, 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 and it's so deservedly so. Fair warning uh, we're
0: gonna talk about her some more here in a
1: minute. Right, yeah, um, but I look, as outfielders were playing. I mean, I would call it a deep rover. I mean, it was like barely out of the infield. And I was like – and these fit these fields we were playing at, they were 220 all the way around. Yeah. And I'm like I, – I, I looked over and I said, if, if, uh, if she gets this ball in the gap, there's no chance they don't get her at home. Right. And about that time, I don't remember who was on first. But Doug said, don't let Skyler catch you. And the very next pitch, I mean, she lines one that's about two and a half foot over the second baseman's head heading right towards right center field gap. Yeah. And, I mean, as soon as she hit it, I said, she's scoring. And, my goodness, she did. And, I mean, yeah. they just they just tore them up. Yeah. And then went yesterday and watched them their first game yesterday. And it was a, a really good, good game. Yeah. They beat
0: a very good epic uh, premier 25-2016 that – you know, has had a lot of success. Uh, and they beat, you know, our girls beat them seven to three in a really good
1: ball game. Yeah. And I mean, again, you know, kind of piggybacking off that, you know, supporting them and stuff, you know, Lauren was there. Delaney was there. Red was there. Yeah. I mean, all these girls are there supporting, I guess you'd call it their sister team Yeah, and man, it's just awesome to see. It really is. And, um, they did very well there, and then um, right after that, they played their third game. Yeah. And I, I don't remember who, – who did they play in the third one? Uh, the Firecrackers, Johnny. The Firecrackers, it. that's right, that's right. And, I mean, that team was – the good. girl that pitched was – Yeah. She did very well, very yeah. well against them. And that's and true. But it was a good game. They battled but they ended up coming up on the short end of that one. But, I mean, like you said earlier, this, this roster is still evolving. And there's it needs just a few key pieces, yeah. And when it gets them, look out.
0: Well, I tell you, we'll we'll uh, uh add on to that key piece statement here shortly. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, they even in their two losses in this event, you know, they lost to the firecrackers, which the you know, the McDonald kids, a heck of a pitcher. I mean, we faced our team yeah. before. She's a good arm, and, and and she had a really good game. She threw really well against them and threw the entire game. And uh, it was close for a long time, and they pulled away a little bit at the end. Kind of the same deal today. You know, that was a one-to-one game in the fifth inning uh, with a team that ended up going to the championship in it. And, again, I think we had an error, and it kind of opened the door for them. And you look at the final score, you might you might be like, oh, well, they, they beat them pretty good, but the reality is, that was a one-1 game and very well without the air probably was a two to one game going into the sixth inning so uh just just really proud of them uh you know that's been something that that's what I told them in the, their huddle at the end today is that 16 national or another national team has been something that has been a goal of mine uh you know it's, it's funny last week you know you get Facebook memories and Mine popped up, and it was the ragtag group of Sheridan Stein kids and Cooper Terry and kids like that that got thrown together uh, to go play in the FASA, you know, state tournament three years ago, and they won it. I remember that. They won that tournament, but three years later, we're sitting here at the Tulsa Elite Invite. We've got multiple national teams in it, competing in it, both making the top flight bracket, both competing in that bracket. And so I told them that this has been a, this has been something we've really wanted for a while, and we just haven't been able to quite get there simply because of, you know, whatever. You know, the talent pool just wasn't there. And then we've had the talent pool. Uh, you know, you and I have discussed this at length before, uh, not on the podcast, but if the kids who were, quote, unquote, on this team in the past had just stuck around and seen this through, like, we, we'd have the best 16U team in the state right now, but uh, we're in the process of building that. And, that, and that's definitely where this is headed. Uh, they were awesome in their first weekend. Let's throw, some, I want to throw some numbers out there at you. Okay. Now, obviously, I mean, you can't talk about them without talking about Skyler. I'm not trying to just sit here and talk about her every week, but dear God in heaven, look, well, here, here's her number.
1: If okay, people are tired is- of hearing about her, they ought to go watch her play and they'd start talking about her, too. Yeah
0: what i'm saying man just just come watch her just just watch her uh and and be around her i mean she's such a good kid but okay so here's some numbers uh skyler hit 625 for the week uh, in five games 16 ab's uh let's see four doubles two triples a home run she drove in five she scored 12 and here's the here's the kicker five games how many bases do you think skyler stole Take a, just take a guess. It's a, It was good. She did really well.
1: It's north of 15, I'm guessing.
0: Okay. Yeah, no, it's actually uh, – it, well, let me see because I didn't look after that. La- their last one. 14 bases is what it has her for. Okay. I, 14 I, legitimate stolen bases. These are not yeah. pass balls. These are not wild pitches. These are legit straight steals. 14 so-
1: Stolen bases in five games. Yeah, those stats you're giving are real nice, but I can confirm because I was there this morning. She, uh, one of her doubles and one of her triples this morning is a combined about two foot from being two more home runs.
0: Yeah, yeah, right. That's right. I mean, she really, we've, we, in just the games, we got to see really Schuyler could have Schuyler on a 200 foot field. You know, she probably has two out-of-the-park home runs uh, this weekend as well. And just I, she's a monster, man. I mean, she. I'm going to post a, a tweet about her probably tomorrow that kind of shows a little bit of that monster, just the chaos that she creates uh, offensively. I mean, she's an absolute nightmare to, to play defense against because she is, even on a single, just like a legit straight single where you're not going to take another bag. Man, the way she rounds that corner, I mean, it's super aggressive. And it's its literally daring you to try and throw the ball at her right now because she's just going to go to the next base. Uh, it,
1: what, and, help me on this. I, I, Kenley, it, 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 she's number one, correct? Yeah, Clark, number one. Yeah. Anch- I I want you to tell me her stats because I-, I don't know if they were good or if they were bad but yeah. all I can tell you is that every time she came up and they needed something it happened. K- Kenley is
0: one of our one of my favorite players like uh, this was a kid and hey you know who we got to give credit for here I don't trust me I don't want to uh, It's going to be a rare thing kind of like you giving me credit. Uh, very seldom. Will I ever give this person credit? But Beth Barcroft absolutely nailed this. She only recruited one kid in the history of the organization, but that was the one kid. And boy, what a winner it was. She saw her at Hot Springs last week, last fall, said, Man, I like her. I want her to come play on my team. Talked to her, arranged it. Ken, uh, Kenley was, has been with us ever since. And she is a great kid, a hard worker, a multi sport athlete from down there in Redwater, Texas. And uh, she you look at her numbers. She hit 300. Uh, let's see. Kenley scored three runs. She drove in two runs, stole a couple bases. She was really good. Uh, but the numbers aren't eye popping. But you're exactly right.
1: When, no, the, 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 that's you, what I was going to say. Uh, 300. I mean, that's I mean. That's that's nothing to. I mean, especially against the competition she was playing against, that's nothing to just you know. No, no, not blow you know, brush off. But I'm I'm actually surprised that it's that it's that you know that it's that low. And I guess it's because every every bit of that 300 was in a spot that it had where they really needed her in a close game and. She did very well. And she was
0: huge defensively for him, too. Uh, Made pretty much every play all weekend. And Kenley's a good player. Uh, That was, you know, when when we were talking about doing this, you know, this is Doug's team. You know, I am simply here to help him and will help him in any way, shape, or form that I can. Let's be honest.
1: You can't help him. (laughs)
0: but there was one non-negotiable on this dude in this whole deal. And that was Kenley Clark. I said, she needs to be on this team. She she's got to be on it. And, uh, I think after one weekend with her, Doug is very, very pleased with that. Actually, I know he is very pleased with that choice. Okay. So we're going to talk about another kid on 16U national. And this was a kid who, you know, I think she's getting sick of hearing about her sister on these podcasts. (laughs)
1: <laughs> oh, puppy killer.
0: Puppy killer. Sadie stared in. i tell you what. I told Sadie I was going to talk about her this week. I told Sadie <clears throat> that I would – uh that I'd give her a shout-out and all that stuff. But let me just tell you, guess who led 16 national in hitting this weekend? I, it wasn't I, there's no doubt. I it saw it. Sadie stared. Listen to these numbers for a 2028 – doug at the end of the game when they were giving their post-game stuff and you know he had all the players go around and say something good about their their team on the weekend and he got sadie was the last one he got to her he said take the pacifier out sadie and uh sadie's <laughs> she's she's a twenty twenty eight out here playing against 25s and stuff like that sadie hit 636 she doubled she tripled she drove in three she scored eight she walked four times she struck out no times and she stole eight bases in five games. So I mean, I, again, I, they're just they're just doing something right over at that house.
1: How, how many? How many? Did you say she drove in?
0: Uh, let's see, she drove in uh, three,
1: but she scored eight. Uh, she, uh, man, I, I'm sh- I'm shocked at that. Yeah. I mean, she hits behind Skyler. I mean, I figure she drove her in a, well was, a hundred times. It seems Skylar like.
0: actually got a lot. Skylar scored a lot of her twelve runs on her own. I mean, really, by stealing bases. Stealing, yeah,
1: you yeah, know, you're right.
0: Errant throws, you know, like in that game against Epic, she stole third and they threw down and the ball just squirted. Past the third baseman's glove a little bit she got her glove on it but i mean we're talking six feet away from her Scholar gets up and scores i mean that that's yeah. literally the only amount of space she needed but sadie sadie is awesome man she and she is flawless defensively
1: i, I was mean, gonna say with her at second base it's i mean it's impressive especially since she's an eighth grader
0: exactly i mean she <laughs> makes every play out there and so sadie you, I told you I was gonna give you a shout out but this isn't a, this isn't just a favor for you buddy this is a legitimately earned shout out that this kid this kid is special uh, and and just think about let's let's peer into the future a little bit think about two years from now when Sadie is uh, you know where scholar is scholar's age. Sadie Sadie's going to be an absolute nightmare for teams as well
1: well I'll tell you what I like about Sadie more than anything besides she always gives me the look like she's ready to rip my throat out Mm -hmm. (laughs) but like you know a lot of times when you have siblings yeah there's there's like a big I don't want to say rivalry competition but they there's you know they don't you know they want to outdo the other one yeah I'm sure I'm sure she does yeah. But, you know, Skylar's hitting in front of her. And I mean, when every time Skylar comes around to score, Sadie's there giving her the biggest high five. And it's nope. it's just I mean, it's awesome. I, hey, I love watching that team play.
0: Me too. Me too. And and that is something you know there's competition between those two girls in that house, but it's friendly competition. It's sibling good sibling competition. They love and care about each other, support each other and uh Sadie. Sadie is absolutely a player in her own right. She does not need to be known as Skylar Sterrett's sister uh, because she's she's going to carve out a name for, for herself and is already starting to do so. Doug's got to get her dare- – He's got he's to give her <laughs> phone access to get her a Twitter account. We can start getting that recruiting train uh, going a little bit now.
1: Dare we, dare we call uh, Skylar uh, Sadie Sterrett's sister?
0: <laughs> yeah, hey, I think that's a good nickname for Scholar. Actually, <laughs> uh, that's
1: a great nickname.
0: That's what I do to Carly Kennard. That's all. That's nickname. right. So, yeah, I, I like it, Sadie's sister. Uh, okay, moving on. Uh, again, we talk about her all the time, but God, she's so good. And that's Maddie Holcomb's. Maddie Holcomb's caught every inning for 16U National this weekend. She she was picking people off. She was throwing people out. Uh she got she hit 462. She drove in five runs. Maddie is just a ball player. Uh she actually let's tell this story. Okay. Maddie popped up in our dugout, I guess, when was that? That was Saturday morning. Uh she had come to watch us and she was in our dugout. And she told me I was like, you know, what are you doing here? Y'all don't play for, you know, four or five more hours. And she was like, Well, I've been up. I was like, What time did you get up? She said, "Ah, I got up about five. I couldn't sleep. Uh and I just went out and hit. Literally, this kid got up at 5 o'clock in the morning. This 14-year-old, 15-year-old kid got up at 5 a.m., couldn't sleep, and said, you know what, I'm going to go
1: hit. You want me to You want me to uh, piggyback off that story and give you some more breaking news? Yes. This morning at about 5.30, uh, her mother hears something and thinks somebody's in the garage. <laughs> and it was. It was Maddie hitting again. <laughs>
0: I tell you, man, I – the kid has a special work ethic and a special demeanor about herself. And I, I'm telling you, that that those three alone right there, man. Then you start throwing in players like Kenley Clark. Uh, this is another one I want to talk about, Dita freaking Porterfield. What a weekend she
1: had, Man, first time I've been around that kid. I've seen her at the ballpark, but the first time that I've really been around her, I'm a big fan. Oh man, I
0: I love Dita. Dita is my kind of player, man. She's she will give it as as good as as good as I can give it to her, and the kid can play. I mean, she she had a she had a home run, today, that big home run, that pretty. Oh yeah, year. she dang near
1: looked like Kirk Gibson going around yeah.
0: there. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> She's,
1: Dita's got some swag, and
0: she hit that was her twentieth home run. And anybody who knows Dita, Dita's not a real big kid, is she, Lou? No,
1: not, not at all.
0: You know, you know who she reminds me of a little bit in terms of what she gets out of her body? And that's Abby Lowry. You know, Abby, I've always said, squeezes every ounce of power out of her frame. And, and I think uh, Dita does too. That's not it though. She does share more similarities with Abby Lowry and that is making big time catches in center field. She made an absolutely huge catch. As I was walking into the ballpark this morning uh, that – I believe she caught it at the fence. It was a very difficult catch. She thro- hits her cutoff, which is Skyler, and they scored, They tagged up and scored one run, but they were trying to score two. They were trying to. It was deep. I mean, you know those fields at Bishop are huge, yeah. And this was literally at the wall, so they're trying to play two runs off of it, and they probably would have ninety percent of the time, but it took a beautiful throw from Dita, on top of a beautiful throw from Skyler, and a beautiful tag from Maddie. And they nailed her uh, going home. And so Dita is not just a weapon with her offense. She's a weapon with her defense. She's a great addition to any team. Confident, has played at a high level for a long time. And I'm just I'm, – I'm tickled to death to have Dita.
1: Well, to tell you uh, that this uh, podcast is uh, – I guess it's doing what, what we intended for it to do. Her dad yeah. came up to me this morning and I had never met him before, but he came up to me and thanked. Me. You know, I, I'm. I brought her up in the podcast last yeah. week about what I yeah. saw her doing, and he thanked me for for speaking kindly of her and all that, and had told me how much they enjoyed the podcast and all that. And and he said, he said, you know, I loved it when you called her a dirtbag, and he said when she heard you call her that, she she kind of had a funny look on her face until (laughs) I explained what the dirt bag was. was And then she loved that. She loved it. And I was like, man, I'll tell you, I'll take a team full of them. And, and she's, (laughs) she's definitely a dirt bag and that is a huge compliment. Yeah. Well, when,
0: when she heard you say that comment, they was about to grab that bat and come pay you a visit.
1: Yeah. I don't doubt that. (laughs)
0: i'm serious okay so we're not gonna break down every player and what they did on every team obviously we'd be here for like 95 hours but last one i want to specifically mention on uh, 16 national kendra terry
1: i was fixing to say i didn't know who you were going to mention but if you didn't mention her i was going to bring her up
0: i'm telling you i am so proud of this kid like like, and you know, because you, you, you're my friend, you talk to me and stuff and have for a long time, but man, anybody who knows where this kid was a year ago pitching, I, I mean, the talent has always been there. Uh, her pitching coach is Jennifer Franklin uh, pretty much from, you know, the day that I've known Jennifer. And uh, so we're talking Kendra's like 12, maybe then uh, he said, this is going to be the best pitcher in the state one day. And Uh, the first time I saw her was about a, you know, a year and a half ago. And I, I was like, wow. Okay. She is really good. She's got great movement, but what Kendra struggled with last fall or last spring, when she was playing for our 14 U team, coach strong, man, she, she might be the type to go out there and throw a no hitter with 12 or 13 strikeouts. She also might be the type to where she can't go get out of an inning. Okay. She can't find the plate enough to get out of an inning. Like you, you've got to pull her. And, uh, So to to see Kendra throw almost 20 innings in this tournament this weekend and have an ERA of 2.83 against elite competition, uh, not very many walks, 14 strikeouts, yeah, I'm really proud of her. Like, she battled through – if she wasn't perfect, there were times where she struggled, where she gave up hits or where she struggled to find the zone, but she battled through it every time, and that's just – that's growth. Okay. That's a That's that player has grown over the last year. And I am uh, every bit as much of a believer in her as I've always been. She, if she continues to grow and progress and she will under uh, people like Doug, uh, because you know how Doug is Doug, Doug will hold him accountable. He's not going to let him sit out there and get down on himself, that kind of stuff. And uh, Kendra Terry, that 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 statement Jennifer Franklin made all those years ago, that may actually come to fruition one day.
1: Well, I mean, she's she's like you know the like the upper level arms that we have on our team, like Elena and Cooper. Uh, they they have to realize all of them, and some of them. I mean, sometimes they realize it, and and, yeah. and you know, and it doesn't affect them, but sometimes they forget it. And they have to realize that they're good, and 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 sometimes when you're playing high-level competition, like you said, she wasn't perfect. You're never gonna be. No, but when you're when you're playing this level of competition, sometimes they're gonna get you. But that's right. I mean, when when you have the talent like Kendra has, if 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 she really stays after it and. And there's no doubt that, that Doug will, uh, you know, and, and I mean this in, in all the best ways possible, Doug will keep her head focused where it needs to be. Exactly and, right. And we- I'm, she, I mean, really and truly, you saying that she's going to be the best in the state, I mean, the talent is there and the potential is there. Yeah. You can't, you don't know how it's going to progress, but – She's got a really good shot at some special things for sure.
0: She really does. And I was just really proud of her that she's really grown a lot and is going to keep doing it. Uh, have no doubt. So that's 16 U national, very, very proud of them. Wanted to start the podcast off with them. Uh, big things coming from this crew. Now, now full disclosure, they're not going to play much this fall. They have, uh, they, they're going to practice, they're going to train, uh, performance, they're going to put in work outside of the field. And then their their next one will be with us on uh, November 11th at St. Louis at the HFL Fall National Championship. And uh, I can't wait to see what they look like. I literally, while I've been talking on this podcast, I got a text from that big fish that we had alluded to last week. The big fish has taken the bait. She is on the line. We just got to reel her in now. She will be in St. Louis with them, and we're going to we're going to hammer that home, man. Because that kid, in her own right, is like a lot of these kids
1: we've mentioned from the 16U team. Special. She's special. You know
0: who I'm talking about? We don't have to mention her name.
1: Yeah, um, I won't I won't mention her name, but I know she's listening.
0: That's right. Yeah. Don't spend too much time talking about her because people don't. People, me and you are the only two, and Doug may be the only three people that know who we're talking about. But the big fish is is a good player.
1: All I'm going to say is, sweetie, jump in the boat. You won't regret it.
0: <laughs> I agree, man. I, I'm i tickled to death that the news she gave uh, us today uh, while we were at Bishop. And uh, like I said, she's on the line, man. We, we're going to try and reel her in. Okay. I got the dip net ready. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's go to 18 national now. There's a little bit different vibe with 18 National uh, than there is 16 National. We both finished in the same place. We both got into the uh, top flight bracket. We both finished second in our pool. We both made it to the quarterfinals uh, and lost to teams that eventually went to the championship game. But, you know, I think we were a little disappointed with our play, with our finish in this event. And and honestly, I, I get it. I mean, this is where we finished last year. We lost to the eventual championship quarterfinals last year. And uh, we lost to a good Tulsa Lee Job team that played really, really well. I mean, I, it, you know, you and I have talked. I told the team after the game, bottom line, guys, is they had a great game plan uh, and they executed it to perfection, and it worked. I think, you know, we we hit multiple balls. Uh, I know at least four, at least four balls that on a two hundred foot field are home runs, and they're. Solo home runs, they're three-run home runs, they're they're game-changing hits, okay. And they're also like you had said earlier, they're not outs, okay. So that means more. Yeah. I think we play on a two hundred foot field. I don't know. We may score ten runs in that game, but we didn't. We played on a two hundred and twenty-five foot field, and their outfield was awesome at tracking balls. Now, they probably bunted twelve or thirteen times in this game, and did so flawlessly in my opinion i mean those those were some of the most well-placed bunts uh anybody's ever laid down against us because they caught us a little bit by surprise at the beginning of the game but uh it, we were ready for it after that and i mean they were still putting them in places sometimes that we couldn't defend and so yeah we got big hits sandwiched around i mean we did you know we had runners on we just didn't get the big hit or we hit a 220 foot fly ball but my hat's off my hat's off to Tulsa Lit Job. They played a heck of a ball game today, and you know when you lose like that, you hate to lose. But at the end of the day, I mean you you got to be able to tip your cap when your opponent just kind of outplays you a little bit, and 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 I thought they did. Uh, so yeah, tip of the I cap. mean
1: I I give credit where credit's due, and uh, Jason Job is as good. fine a guy as you will meet yeah i, I, I think a lot of him he yeah. I, I met him a couple years ago i really like him and you know his first base coach i didn't know who he was until he introduced himself when i went over there and it was ella blakely's dad eric that uh you know she played with us in harding and, and he yeah. introduced himself to me and he's a good dude too Absolutely. and I, you know like you said i don't i don't ever want to lose but i mean when I don't mind losing when I, when we get beat, I don't like losing when we beat ourselves That's right. and, and they, they played very well. They, they deserved it.
0: And we saw that scenario, both, both scenarios this weekend. I felt like, uh, you know, not to say the, the epic team that beat us isn't a good team because they are, but boy, we sure helped them a lot. Uh, <laughs> we pretty much put it on a tee for them and said, Hey, take it take it, take a daddy hack at this uh we yeah uh,
1: yeah that's uh, for sure that that, was that was very I I, I don't want to say I don't like saying I'm disappointed in our girls very often but I was I I mean I I was it it was was there's no other way to put it
0: girls they were awful that game uh collectively for the most part we we didn't compete in any phase in that game and and when you don't do that at this level, you get your butts kicked, and that's exactly what happened to us. But, you know, those are the negatives. We did have some positives this week. Uh, you know, first kid I'm going to talk about is Elena Lyle. She threw 14 in a third innings, uh, picked up two wins, uh, threw a complete game, one-hit shutout with 12 Ks uh, against the Oklahoma team in the first game of the event on Friday night.
1: She, man, that, I'm telling you, that was a game, man. Oh, man. I, I'd much rather win at 3 or 4 to nothing. There, I mean, two but, really good
0: pitchers both set, you know, 61 to 64. Both had good off-speed pitches. I mean, that that's tough. I mean, those you, you offense is going to be at a premium in a game like that with
1: two arms like that. Yeah, I, it's been a while since I've seen a pitcher dominate our yep. our lineup from yep. top to bottom the way yep. that that kid did. Yep. That girl was good. She was good. She was very good,
0: uh, and so. Uh, but Elena, if you go, if, if you think back to last weekend, okay, in the PSFL Championship Day, Elena, I guess, has now thrown thirty-four and a thirds innings. Uh, she struck out. I got I believe here. Let me see. Let me pull this up because I've got our all of everybody's stuff right here in front of me. Well, I thought I did. Here we go. Okay, so. She had, uh, let's see, 16, 20 Ks last weekend and two walks. She had 16 and two this weekend. So we're talking 36 strikeouts and four walks in, uh, let's see, 16, in 30 innings. That is really about as good as it gets. Uh, you, you're just not ever going to get a lot better than that.
1: Yeah. That's, I mean, you, you didn't, you said on the podcast last week, you don't know if Alana can pitch as good as she did last weekend uh I, like i said i didn't get to see her last weekend but she pitched as good this weekend as i've ever seen her
0: she did she did uh you know i i tell you uh that she is on a she's on a heater right now <laughs> and so uh i'm hoping that it continues i think what might actually be happening if you remember you know we talked about it on the podcast if you remember elena was hurt uh that last week of our summer you know, you know mm-hmm. she trip to kansas city she had She had gotten hit in the hand in Kansas City a few weeks before that and really didn't realize she was hurt. But she figured it out when she went and picked up with our Sticks Dixon team and uh, she hit one off the end of the bat and her hand started hurting her again. It started swelling up. And so she knew she was hurt. Go to the doctor. She's got a fracture in it. Can't play in Kansas City. And uh, so she doesn't do anything for about a month. You know, a month, uh, really, yeah, about a month. And she comes back, she's a little bit, she's not in game shape, picks up another nagging injury that kind of bugged her throughout a lot of the fall league. And then slowly, but surely she started dialing it in, dialing it in, dialing it in. And it came to a culmination last Sunday in the fall league finale. And it just carried right over into the Tulsa elite invite. And so uh, I think, I, I don't know if she can pitch as good as this again next weekend, but I'm I'm not ruling it out. I think that we're we're seeing her begin to tap into a whole nother tier of arm in the circle.
1: Yeah, ride right, ride that hot streak.
0: <laughs> right. we are gonna ride it for sure. Uh, so anyway, we we had some other uh, good things. You know, Addison Highfield crushed one in one of our pool games. <laughs> she hit it about two fifty dead center. uh, kid is strong taylor irvin had multiple big hits and, and when i say big i'm not necessarily talking important but just i mean putting charges in the ball that kid is powerful uh sarah and delaney sarah Camplain, delaney were the leading hitters on our team uh, both did a good job of scoring runs and having good ab's but you know the offense as a whole was something we really didn't we didn't do real well this weekend in most of our games. And so uh, that's something we're going to have to get shorn up uh, before we get together again.
1: Yeah, uh, I, I agree. It's, it, I mean, it, you know, it's a bugaboo that we've had for a little bit. I mean, we have got as much offensive talent on one team is, I mean, like I'm not just saying that cause they're ours. I right. mean, but as far as from top to bottom offensive talent, I mean, we're as good as any team in the state. Yeah. But sometimes we don't put it together like we are fully capable of. We don't we don't we don't have productive at bats when we need them. Right. Right. And that cost us so many games this summer. And but I mean it's you know, it you know they're gonna it's gonna happen. It's just when's it gonna happen? And you know, I like I told them today. I wanted that game today really bad. Yeah, but I wouldn't trade one kid on that team for anybody. I mean, they're they're awesome, and I'm I'm proud of them. But we we got some things we got to get straight. <laughs> we do. We we're gonna have to hit the ball better for
0: sure. Uh, but all in all, not a horrible weekend for us. About you know, I mean, not a good weekend. I mean, we we expect to. You know when we see a tournament like this we expect to end up in the top bracket we expect to at least get to the semifinals, and we weren't able to do that and so it was I guess a little bit disappointing but we got things to work on things to build on and uh, I feel like we'll get them shored up this group goes to Hot Springs and the um, AP showcase next weekend uh, which you know that's another subject we're not real thrilled about uh, when we saw the draw it's just a showcase we were wanting to go win a tournament, but we'll play through it and do what we got to do. Uh, so let's shift gears. Let's change locations. Let's go to Conway. Uh, Con- this is number one. This is one of the prime, and there is pun intended with that statement, examples of why I want to do the fall league, why we did it, and why I'm going to enlarge it next year. It's going to be longer and bigger uh, because we had a tournament in Conway and I'm uh, beautiful facilities. I love Trey. Trey's a good guy. He's always helping me out and dealing with all of my stuff, help, doing whatever I've ever asked him to do. I like him a lot. But yeah, let's see, I think it was an 18 team tournament. Four of them were prime teams. You know, we had our Texas prime team in it. We had 16 gold, 18 gold, and 18 navy in this tournament. So really, you know, it's essentially what we did for the last seven weeks, except – you know, we just switched teams up a little bit and maybe played one or two that wasn't a prime team. Uh, and so that, that gets a little frustrating sometimes. Uh, you know, you don't want to put every team in the Tulsa Elite invite because you know what the competition level is, and you're not trying to, you're not trying to demoralize some teams, you know, to, to where they would struggle to keep their head above water. Uh, when you pay that kind of money and, and go play that kind of competition, you want the team to at least be able to tread water.
2: Uh, yeah,
1: I don't. I don't think people fully understand that. And and again, this is not a a slight at what was in Conway. No, not. But either. man, there's a big difference in the competition that's in Conway that was in Brighton and Benton, that, and that Tulsa Elite Invite. I mean, that is upper upper level talent. And like for instance, I'm not I'm not trying to go back to what we did this weekend, but the first team we played. Was a was twenty six and two last year in B class? Yeah, B class is really good competition. Yeah, absolutely. But we've been playing against we, we're an A team, and yeah. we've been playing against A for better part of what a year and a half, two years now. Yeah, two years. And I mean, and I made the comment <laughs> to you that that girl that was pitching for them was was really really good, but yeah. offensively. It looked like they hadn't seen A class competition in a while because right, they right. did not threaten Elena at all. No. And and that is a huge I mean, like I said, they were a B class team last year that went twenty-six and two against B class competition. And yep. they stepped up to A class and could not threaten us. Right. Right. And yep. and that's just I mean, I I just wanted to point out there is a a big difference. And you don't just go jump in the deep end all the time.
0: No. And so, so you got to play in other tournaments and stuff, but still I hate it when 50 plus percent of the field is is, right. We're just going to end up playing each other. And that's exactly what happened. And uh, first team, we got to talk about here. Hey, Give it up for Steve Starrett in the Texas prime. They blew through this thing. Like, they they were 4-0 in it, never threatened, not once. All of their scores, I, I don't have them in front of me, but I want to say their closest game was like five or six runs. Uh, that group, you know, we saw a chunk of that group in our fall league. Uh, they they took the leap of faith, and they, they drove every weekend to come play in it with us. They fell in love with it. We got to know them got to like them a whole lot. And now they've kind of brought their others into the fold that are all going to play in the fall league next year. And uh, they hit the ground running, man. They beat 18 gold in the, or wait, no, they beat maybe 18 Navy. Uh, they beat eight, 16 gold in the, I guess, the finals of the winner's bracket. And so, I mean, they they had a good weekend. I mean, really, to, the, to never be threatened uh, in a tournament and go all the way through it. Uh, that that group and they're all twenty sixes, twenty seven. So there's a lot of ceiling in that that team as well, uh, coached by Steve
1: Stair. Yeah, if if I mean, obviously, I'm not going to. I mean, I want all of them to do good, so I'm not going to pull for one over the other, right? Uh, but I'm, if if I've got to have one that I want, that I, I would have liked to have done better, I'm glad it was Steve because. All that does is help us in Texas.
0: That's exactly right. I mean, Steve, and, and you, this is a guy that the first time I ever talked to him on the phone, I remember I was at the beach uh, in Florida, and it was when all this stuff was going on. I hadn't, you know, come out with Prime yet, and, uh, you know, I talked to him, and I could tell from the first phone call that this guy gets it, and this is a guy that I want to bring into this, and, you uh, Man, I nailed that one because he's absolutely been terrific, him and uh, Greg Nichols and Justin Bruner and those guys there. I mean, they, they've done a good job. They've got something, and they're all fully on board with the model and uh, are going to start building themselves. Uh, you know, they're already talking to me about teams they're bringing in, et cetera, and just a great addition to prime. Uh, and it, that that Texas portion is only going to grow. There's a lot of talent in that area. And we are going to uh, we're going to dip into it uh, considerably on a m- multiple levels. And yes,
1: it, 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 Steve, if you're listening, if you got a pitcher, 18U pitcher <laughs> that throws about 66, send her yeah. our way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If you, <laughs> I'm sure, there's a bunch of those running around. Out yeah, there.
1: they probably they, they probably didn't get anywhere to play.
0: Yeah, probably not. I mean, we got a spot possibly for one of those,
1: m- uh, one or two. Yeah,
0: or three or four. Yeah. Uh, Okay, we'll move to 16 gold now. You know, a lot of these kids, uh, they were all in the fall league, and uh, a lot of them were stars in the fall league. They had big, big uh, falls in the PSFL. And this team's coached by Kalen Dixon. They had a very good showing this week. You know, they're they're all 26s uh, with a few 27s. So they're one of the younger teams. They were in the 18 U division. But. Uh, You know, this team team played well. They played themselves into the final of the winner's bracket where they lost to Steve and them. And then they dropped down in the loser's bracket, I think they won a game, and then they lost in a close game before getting in the championship. But good showing, you know, right off the bat, especially missing several key players. One of their key players got bumped up to 16 National for the weekend. Uh, Another one of their key players, Allie Hammaker, was out with homecoming, and so – Kaylin was dealing with a little bit of adversity from a roster standpoint and her, her group put forth a good effort. And the first one I'm going to talk about there uh, is your girl. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I was, uh, I saw her mom post on Facebook. I was, I was like a proud (laughs) Godfather. She, she
0: threw really well, man. 10 innings picked up a win uh, six K's and 1.4 ERA. I mean, she just, she threw strikes. She threw really well and uh, really was a big catalyst for that group having the weekend they did. So that was really good to see for Carson. She's just carried over her fall performance into tournament ball.
1: Uh, yeah, I'll just I'll just say this, Carson, if you're listening. I told you you could do it. That's right. That's right. all I got.
0: That's right. She can. Uh, that's half the battle with a lot of these kids, man, just knowing they can. Uh, okay, Kaylee James led the... Led the team in hitting. She's a uh, the home or she's the queen of Lakeside High School uh, as a ninth grader. Believe it or not, she's she's something else, man. Got a twin sister. Looks just like her. Doesn't. That's why sport. they're twins. Plays volleyball. I mean, they they literally look identical. Uh, <laughs> I, I think they might be identical twins. I'll be dang. <laughs> I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> I guess that's why they call them, man.
1: Yeah. Um, had
0: 4.55, stole three bags, scored multiple runs. She did really well. Adeline Vasquez, our girl from Texarkana, Texas, she had a good, good weekend at the plate, hitting over 400. Kylie Lane, who played for me in the fall league, Prime White, uh, third baseman at Monticello. She hit over 400. Little Ray-Ray Milton, you know, they told – they told us this is a good kid. She's going to be a good player. That the tryout that day, I said, man, this kid's got some ceiling. Being a twenty-seven, long, lanky slapper, etc. Ray, he hit three seventy-five, scored five runs, did a lot of good things. Uh, you know, this is a group I'm really excited about. I'm partial to a lot of them because they all came on board last summer, and they had an up and down experience. You know, there really, there really wasn't any a lot of places for them to play that was a happy medium. You know what I mean? I mean, they were either playing in really deep water or their only other option was go to the kiddie pool and we don't put kids in a kiddie pool. So they played in deep water all summer and uh, you know, they, so I, I'm, I'm happy for them to call, come back and and continue to build their roster with them and, and watch them develop. And they have developed. There's no question. This, this group here, this fall is going to be way better than it was, uh, last summer and I can't wait to see them by next summer because there's some very good players on this team very good and they, you know Kaylin Dixon believe it or not is actually a pretty good coach
1: well I mean I mean she she has I mean you know we've had like sticks day and stuff and and then you know we've had the prime tryouts and after that we've all gone and ate dinner mm-hmm. I mean it can't help but rub off on her
0: well, that's what I was going to say is, I mean, I think just her being around me and you so much has made her a great coach. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what's going on with Doug Starr in 16 National. I mean, he's just been around us a lot lately. So,
1: Yeah. I mean, hey, I mean, look who his, look who his assistant is. I taught Michael everything he that's knows.
0: Exactly right, man. I mean, <laughs> Michael's been my guy for like a year and a half, man. I mean, I talk to him all the time. I,
1: these
0: guys can't help but absorb some of that from us.
1: Maybe this is where we lay out the disclaimer. These are jokes. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. to <laughs> <laughs> get offended, please.
1: Uh, don't we'll cancel us. Not after episode six. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll move to 18 gold. Now, this is a group I'm super excited about. But unfortunately, I just don't know that we're going to see them in all their glory this fall. We may have to wait till the summer. Uh Abby Busby is still not game ready. She's close, close to being able to come in and throw a little bit, but she's still not quite game ready coming off surgery. But we know Abby. Abby's a heck of a pitcher, uh, committed to Coach Reeves and Harding. And uh, whenever she does get healthy, it's going to take this team to a whole nother level because they're going right. to have another good arm that they can deploy at you. Uh, still, though, even without Abby, the strength of this team this weekend was their pitching Addison Ritchie and Carly Duncan to the two stars that made navy so good in the circle uh they were equally good for uh, 18 gold this weekend i think they combined let's see 14 innings uh 1.54 era uh they they just they didn't walk they walked the four kids all day so i mean they, they this team's got a good base with their pitching. And when you throw Busby back in there, uh, it's gonna be really good. Emma Sowell had a really big weekend for them, hit almost seven hundred uh extra base hits. My God. Up. Have a day, Emma. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Emma, Emma Sowell. She she's a she's a good player, man. Uh oh Emma. Yeah, Emma has been <laughs> I love Emma. She's kinda come in and just become you know, really close to me. Uh, you know, she's one that I'll text every now and then to check in with, and she'll kind of give me the lowdown on stuff. And, you know, she's kind of getting recruited by several places now, and I think we'll probably be getting a decision from her sometime soon. Pretty sure she knows where that want- she wants to be. Uh, Emily Stout, that is a – she's a shortstop second baseman from Valonia, and she did not play in the fall league. She's a big volleyball player. mom, Rebecca, is the volleyball coach at Valonia High School – and so they didn't want to commit to that with multiple tournaments on the weekends and stuff. And so she came back this weekend and did not miss a beat, hit 500, multiple extra base hits. Uh, good to have her back. Raylan Kelly, Madison Lindsay, uh, Mackenzie Guy all had big weekends for this team. And so you start throwing out names like that, then you add on. And to- that's a good team. That's what I'm saying. You, and then you throw in names like Cat Keeling, uh, Kinsley Coleman, J.C. Bradley. Uh, you got the pitchers. You added Abby Busby. Whenever this team is at a hundred percent strength, it's going to be really good.
1: Yeah, I, uh, those names. I, I like that. That's a good squad. Absolutely, it is. Uh. Like I said, I like I said last week. I hadn't seen all the rosters. I didn't know where everybody was at. Yeah. But yeah, that's, that man. That's a that's a talented that's squad there.
0: Out, man. I mean, you look. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Eight,
1: and Look, Steve they, beat them.
0: Steve never had to play him. Uh, Kalen beat him one to nothing. Uh, wow, great, great game! First game of the day. We
1: are we are doing Kaylin some good.
0: I, I'm telling you, just, <laughs> she, she needs to take us out to eat because they there's no way without us, Kalen wins that game.
1: Yeah, well, uh, we'll take gift cards or anything, Kaylin.
0: That's. <clears throat> That's what I'm saying. 16-gold was impressive. That They beat them one nothing. Callie Holcomb threw an absolute gem against them. and uh, you know, But that's a good roster. And when it gets to 100%, and it will, uh, I'm hoping it gets there this fall. But uh, that's going to be a team that's tough to beat right there because they, they check all the boxes. They, they've got the pitching. They've got the defense. They've got some speed, some power. Uh, all of those kids pretty much have offers at the next level already. And uh, really by summer, I bet you'll see 80% of it be committed somewhere. Uh, So that's a group we're really excited about. Now, they did not perform how they wanted to this weekend. Obviously, again, they're not at full strength. It was their first weekend together. But uh, I predict we'll see a better version of them as soon as next weekend in hot Springs. So that's a team that I would say to keep an eye on, the 18. There's some talent.
1: Yeah, that that's for sure. I, that's awesome. I, I, yeah, yeah, they're going to be in Hot Springs. they they'll be in Hot Springs. I'm going to try to catch the, a game of theirs then, yeah, because I want to watch them.
0: I'm going to be watching them. I know that every team in our organizations in Hot Springs, with the exception of 16 National, uh, they're going to practice. So last one to get to is 18 Navy. That's Coach John Milliken's team, and John's got a, a bunch of new faces in there. His daughter Presley's hurt right now so she's not even playing but it was a familiar face that led them uh in their weekend and that's Sophie Stone Sophie Sophie went nuts. she was 8 of 9 uh offensively uh that's 889 that's good right
1: go ahead soph i like it
0: <laughs> i tell you i i like sophie man she's... i want to
1: know something what what why did i mean if we're eight for nine what happened that last what happened that other one why can't we I, go nine for nine
0: What you can't go nine for you can't bat a thousand
1: like come on come on so pick it up
0: exactly that's kind of what i thought too uh grace Troger uh, had a big weekend at the plate she hit uh let's see she had five hits this weekend uh eighth in england who played on our prime black team uh plays for uh Former student of mine down at Hermitage. She uh she had five hits. Uh Brooklyn McVay, a twenty twenty-eight, like Sadie Starrett, picking up with an eighteen U team in an eighteen U tournament. She had five hits as well, including three doubles and a triple. Uh Brooklyn McVeigh, this is a kid. I don't know if you know her or not, Lou. Yeah, I do.
1: She was on Georgia's team, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh she's a player, dude. Like she this kid, this kid could play. Uh, yeah she
1: she she weighs about sixty four pounds dripping wet. <laughs> that's
0: right. she does, man. but you know we we got two twenty eighths right now, I think it's just two playing at the high school level already. and uh, those two more
1: than hold their
0: own. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's great. yeah they're they're valuable pieces.
1: Uh, I'll say this for the other 28s out there twenty 28s. if you want to get a lot better, do what Brooklyn just did. If you get the opportunity to pick up on an 18-U team, do, do it. it. That's Absolutely.
0: Uh, and, you know, what a confidence builder for Brooklyn to do what she did throughout the uh, fall league all fall. For,
1: and roll correct into, me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Wasn't she one of them that was nervous about the uh, fall league because she didn't think she could compete in it? No, not really. Brooklyn. Okay, was that not – okay, I, there was a 28 that was nervous. I, I thought yeah. that was her, but no. – Okay.
0: Brooklyn, Brooklyn's got some, got a little bit
1: of data in her. Little, okay. Uh, it, I was just fixing to say, if that was her, she just proved that um, not only in the fall league, but she just proved that she can handle her own anywhere.
0: Absolutely, she and she can, man, and that's that's a good point. That's a good uh, that's a good tool for the 28th in our organization to have. That when we call your name and ask for your help, just do it because you never know what you you never know, and
1: it's gonna well, better player.
0: Yeah. The thing is
1: you're not going to get that call if we don't think you can help. No, that's, so that's if right. you get that call, it's because we believe in you. Therefore you should believe in it.
0: That's exactly right. Like I'm not going to put a kid in a spot where I really
1: truly believe
0: they'll fail. And, uh, yeah, that,
1: remember. that does the, the, that does that kid or that team any good? No,
0: no. So, I mean, I, you know, we called two up, uh, 27 Aspen Austin, who was a fall league star, uh, we, she played on uh, John's team last weekend, too, did a heck of a job in the outfield, hit the ball. You know, these are, these are good young players. And then uh, last one I'm going to mention, I'm happy to get her back. I, I could not believe I couldn't get her to play in the fall league. I begged her, basically, and it just couldn't do it, man. And so finally I had to back off, but that's Lexi Childress. She's, uh, she's back, catcher, first baseman from box site. Great kid, has been with us for a while. Uh, her, she's about to start getting recruited, I, I believe, pretty heavily. Uh, she's, she's got some interest from some places and she's going to get herself out and about again. And she's a, she's a very good kid and a very good player. So it was good to see her back in the fold. And, uh, so anyway, that, that pretty much concludes our weekends, uh, with our, uh, back with our prime teams. And, uh, we saw a lot of good things, man.
1: Yeah. Th- there's one thing I would, I, I meant to do this. When we were talking about our stuff, but I, I totally forgot, and I apologize for that. Yeah. But there is a shout out that I think me and you both need to make. Yeah. <laughs> All I'll say is the Beckers. Oh, the hey, yeah. man, dude, yeah. that I, I I made reference to it in the podcast last week about you know hey if y'all ain't got anything to do uh-huh. you know bring your kids and let them well I be dang if we're not getting ready for our first game Friday night, who's there, Alex, Amy, Lila and bliss come walking up. Yeah. And man, I I'm telling you, man, I was smiling from ear to ear. I, that's awesome. Hey, you man. know, and, and they got to come in the dugout and hang out. And I sent them a text tonight, thanking them again, but I wanted to do it on here. Cause I know they all listen to it, man. Yeah. I thank you to y'all for that. Cause that meant a lot.
0: Yeah. I mean that they're just <laughs> the Beckers, man, they're just great people. And yes, that was awesome that they were at our first game and a uh, and bliss came in the dugout and hung out. That's, I love that. You know how, how our girls were in the 16U national dugout this weekend. Theirs were were in ours. We got our, some of our 27s, the Beckers coming into our dugout. Like that's the kind of culture I want to build here. And, uh, like I said, I really didn't see that uh, through sticks. You know, we I saw teams wanna kill us, uh, but I did not see the camaraderie I wanted to see. I'm I'm already seeing it with Pride. Yes.
1: And and I like I said, I I just thought I I know you appreciated it too, and I just wanted to make sure that we recognized that because it was <laughs> truly awesome for them to drive to Bryant from uh or from Benton from to Benton from uh, Monticello to to support girls that you know I don't even know if like Delaney and Allie were like hey what time do y'all play I don't think they realized that Bliss and Becker I mean Bliss and Becker Bliss and Lila were there just to watch them they didn't they didn't come up there to play they drove all the way from Monticello just to watch them and man thank you
0: Yes, I, I agree. Uh, that that was awesome to see all weekend. And and guess who? You know, we're coming back today, coming through Sheridan. We'd been to, you know, where where our favorite place. Where's that? Sonic. Sonic. Yeah. Uh, we were we nailed were it. Oh I look over at the Yellow Jacket Drive-In, uh, and and guess who's standing there? We see a prime hat. I didn't see it. My Lauren saw it. She said, "Hey, that's a prime hat." And I looked over there and guess who it was? It who? Was Beckers. They were in Sheridan. Uh, uh, George Regalado had a tryout today for his team uh, to f- fill some final pieces to it, and at Sheridan and the Beckers had gone to it, and they were, uh, you know, getting them, getting them a bite to eat, I guess, at the Yellow Jacket. And that just that made me happy just looking over there and seeing the Becker family. That just well, I'll,
1: I'll tell you this, George, if you're listening, you won't find a better family to add to that group than oh, them. No. No, he. George
0: George knows them well, and I, I I know he'll they're in over there the Beckers. Uh, you know they're they're a vital piece to the puzzle, and we we like them. I mean we think there's some talent in the kids and going forward, and they're just the best people in the world, and we really really like them and do appreciate them coming to support us. Uh, but that that does that puts a wrap on weekend one uh, for tournaments. Uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, I had a little bit of a withdrawal from the fall league, but. What brought me back was seeing kids like Abby Lowry uh, getting, the, you know, we haven't been able to be around her and uh, getting to see her again. And now we can't wait. Pank, Jaden Pankow's been on, traveling the world on rowing, Division one rowing visit. She was at Iowa this weekend.
1: Did you see the picture of her on Iowa's football field? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> That's pretty cool.
0: That's pretty dang cool. Uh, went to Kansas State. Uh, they're they're holding off till basketball season for obvious reasons uh, to bring her into the University of Kansas on a visit. But Jaden is—they play uh, basketball at KU. No, I, I think they're going to row. I think it's still rowing. So I'm talking
1: to... about that. Th- Does th- do they have basketball oh, at KU?
0: I think so. They might have. They I think they got a team. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they do. That's right. Arkansas beat them in the NCAA tournament
1: last year. Oh, okay.
0: Devo Davis went nuts. Uh, <laughs> But, no, paint Cal, you know, I'm ready to see her. We'll get to see her this weekend. So, that, that makes you happy to be back to normal. But uh, I did miss the Fall League. It was a fun experience for me just being out there all day and being around people, talking to people, talking to kids. And, uh that is something we will definitely be doing every year going forward. And, uh, but it was good to be back to the normal routine and, and, you know, really playing a tournament and have, have a goal, that kind of stuff. And good to see everybody. So I think weekend one was a success. Uh, we send, let's see, five teams, uh, four four teams to Hot Springs next weekend to play an AP showcase and uh, looking forward to it. That's a great event every year. Uh, we always say, for your dollar, uh, in terms of in-state schools, that's the best showcase out there. They, there are cup coaches there everywhere. They do watch the games. They do come in the dugout and interact with the coaches and kids, and that's awesome. But man, I'm not gonna lie. When I got to schedule, I was so disappointed. Like I, I really that I wanted a tournament, man. Like this has always been a tournament, and yeah. We wanted to win that thing.
1: Like, yeah, we- I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know the reasoning why. Because I've, I mean, I've bragged on Jared Hawthorne on what the way his he runs that tournament more than once. I mean, yeah. it's that tournament alone last year, the one in the fall, got Delaney uh, a visit to Oklahoma Wesleyan, and it kind of jump started her recruitment to MPC, which later led to her commitment there. Right, and but man, to hear that it's not a tournament—I uh, mean, I like—I mean, showcases are great.
0: Yeah.
1: But man, I—I I mean, I, I like getting in there and grinding for something.
0: Me too, man. It's—it's it's hard to—to to know going in because I mean, really, the majority of the schools there for our team anyway. I mean, they all know our kids. I mean, they already know them. They've seen them a bunch. We played in the fall league at a lot of these places, and right. A lot of our girls have been recruited by these schools. Some of our girls have been offered by these schools or are committed to these schools. Yeah. You know, it, it, uh, it was a little bit of a kick in the gut when I got the draw and was like, Oh man, this is not a tournament. Dang.
1: Uh, Yeah.
0: But we're, we're going to make the best of it. Hot Springs are great town to play in. A lot of of places to go eat. It's going to be, it's going to be prime fest. Uh, It's going to be fall league all over again. There will be prime people Everywhere in Hot Springs Saturday and Sunday, uh, the schedules are spaced out enough to where we should be able to come and support each other and and watch watch some of the games uh, that each other plays, be in the dugouts, that kind of stuff. So it's always fun. That's a fun part of it. But it, it did, man. I, I really wanted to win that, and because we do, we finish second in it every year. Every year we we draw the the toughest team in it. We play them in our first game, we lose, and then we have to come up through the loser's bracket and win like seven consecutive games on Sunday. And to- that's,
1: yeah. And that's what I was talking about the grind of it, man. Cause it it is- every year we have had to just grind our way through to get yeah. back to the championship. And it's, it's so much fun.
0: It is. I love tournaments like that. Like Kansas city at the world fast Pitch this past summer, like, those are the days that stick out in your memory that you remember. I mean, you're literally there all day playing and the parents are having to bring in food cause we can't leave. I mean, we're, we're too busy playing. And that's fun, fun stuff. And so I kind of did, I, I was a little bummed about it, but again, we're going to make the best of it uh, go down there and play. And, you know, it's great for our other teams because on a lot of our other teams, the coaches don't know the players. They haven't been recruiting the players. And so it's an opportunity for them to uh, stand out and get some attention, and so I like that about it. But uh, so yeah, we'll be in Hot Springs next weekend, and then I guess uh, after that, most of the teams take a little break uh, for a little while. We'll continue to to hit that grind. Uh, we have a special guest player with us this weekend uh, in High Springs. I don't know if you've ever uh, heard. of Have him. we mentioned her on the podcast before? I think Maybe once, like a month ago, Skylar Starrett. Do you, Do you know who that is?
1: Oh, that's Sadie Starrett
0: sister. It's Sadie Starrett's sister. Yeah, that's exactly. <laughs> what <you're talking> <laughs> Hopefully, they live <laughs> this far into it. Uh, yeah, us uh, uh, next weekend. So we're anytime you get her in a lineup, boy, you're as a coach, you're excited because you know, uh, it's it's uh, it, the the floodgates are open, baby. We're open. Let for-
1: me ask a question. Let me ask you a question. Since yeah. she's going to be in our lineup, yeah, I'm going to be coaching first. When do I tell her to steal? Don't just let her make the decision. That's what I'm going to do.
0: Uh, I'll t- I'll have a sign for Skyler that puts the brakes on her, or or maybe tells her to listen to me if I think that there's a legitimate chance she might could get thrown
1: out. But yeah, think- okay. Here, here. Let me let me go ahead. Let me go ahead and tell you. Yeah, I'm coaching first. She's going the first pitch every time. Absolutely, man. Just <laughs> go. Get on and go, yeah. buddy. And I don't care who we're playing if they're listening. She's going. And that's you that's ain't right. getting her. You know. <laughs> How about that? That's right.
0: She, she's going to go. She gets on. She's stealing on the first pitch. Uh, and yeah. most likely if she gets to second, when she gets to second, she's going to go to third on the third pitch or on the second pitch. So, just, uh, yeah, it's fun, man. I, I tell you being in the third base box with that kid running around the bases is fun because she's, she's so fast. You don't even have time to coach her. Uh, she, she coaches herself. She does what she wants to do. And uh, her dad gives her the freedom to make those calls. And we most certainly will too. She's going to, she's going to have the freedom to do, do as she pleases. And uh, I, I can't wait to have her in that lineup because we, we have some speed of our own and just throwing her into the mix. We, we are going to be extra fast this week. Yeah, I don't
1: – you know, we talk about how – we always talk about Abby Lowry and how fast she is because yeah. she's like the anchor leg for Joplin's relay team. And <laughs> and Abby is really fast. Well, Abby had been hearing about Skyler, how <laughs> fast she was. <laughs> so this morning, Abby walks up and she goes, which one is Skyler? And I said, well, maybe she's leading off the next inning. She goes, I want to see her run.
0: Yeah.
1: And she goes – I said, well, you're going to get to – and Skyler hit one in the gap and she goes around first and there was a sniper somewhere in the bushes and he shot her and she fell <laughs> face first in the dirt. So she had to come scrambling back to first. It was the greatest thing ever. It was the only thing that I've ever seen slow her down. Yeah. And Abby what? goes, well, dang, I didn't get to see her run. I was like, no, hold on. You're fixing to yeah, first yeah, pitch. And she took off running and she got to second or no, she was going to run. And I, because I told Abby, I said, Watch, Sadie's fixing the fake bunt. She's going to take off running. This is how it goes. Well, she made a liar out of me because Sadie slapped one right back up the middle. Mm-hmm. And Skylar went from first uh, to third. And Abby looked at me and she said, My God, she's fast. <laughs> so, so when you're making Abby Lowry go, My God, she's fast. You're fast. You're fast.
0: Uh, yes, because Abby is a, is a, big time speed guys well and uh yeah scholar told me she she was like did you see me fall no. that that is about the most scholar thing i've ever heard uh it's just rounding the bases and your feet are just going so fast and your legs are so long you trip over yourself and that's oh you, you can stop scholars herself <laughs> Yeah, it looked like there was a
1: sniper in the bushes.
0: I mean, man down, man down. <laughs> <laughs> and just the image of her crawling back to first. That's funny.
1: It's uh, great. It was great. Well,
0: uh, okay, man, that pretty much puts a wrap on our weekend uh, and previews the the upcoming weekend. I know that, uh, you know, everybody's excited to be back with their teams and getting it going. Let's, let me talk one more second, you know, and I, I hate it. This is one thing I hated about the fall. You know, some of these teams – were built so late, they couldn't get the Decker jerseys. How nice are our freaking jerseys?
1: Well, I, the, it was funny because I, I didn't realize that they didn't have them. Right. And when when I walked into uh, Doug's dugout yesterday, yeah. Sadie was sitting there on the bench and she said, <laughs> uh, what does Delaney's jersey feel like? And I said, what? And she <laughs> said, what does Delaney's jersey feel like? And I was like, what are you talking about and she says how does it feel and I said well maybe I don't know hold on d come here and I said and I made Delaney go over there and she goes oh that's nice that feels so good and I was like she's like we didn't get those and I was like oh I didn't yeah they're really nice
0: yeah yeah dude they they are nice uh and I just can't you know, that was something that with three and two, I mean, we look. We looked great with three and two stuff, but God, some of those uniforms sometimes were so hot. And, uh, these are so light and so nice. And the, the blue and the Navy just pop so good. And, uh, man, we look good. And I, all I can say there is just wait till summer, uh, <laughs> wait till summer. We are I don't know what our teams will look like. I don't know how good any of us will be, but I guarantee you we will be the best-looking team wherever we go. I can assure
1: you of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, speaking of, I got my Columbia stuff today. Yeah? Yeah. How How
0: is it? I hadn't opened it yet. Oh, okay. Well, golly. I know when
2: I get stuff, i open it, Lucian. I'm excited to get it. <laughs>
0: Uh, but anyway, yeah,
1: I, yeah, they were real nice though.
2: Yeah,
0: I thought so too. We looked really good. Uh, Matt took some pictures. I guess that was Saturday morning, and uh, boy, we looked we looked good. Uh, even the all even the white socks looked yeah, good. The all white, that looked good too. A uh, lot of a lot of options, and I'm not going to give any hints or anything. But uh, we we've got we're going to be a good looking team uh, going forward. So. Uh, how about our helmets too the navy with the the p the white p that looked good
1: yeah that it uh i gave you credit for that friday they, yeah, they, yeah yeah i mean i know you love that part yeah it. Absolutely. But yeah that, that you know that it the raised letter off of the helmet it looked real good
0: yeah yeah i love those that's we did that on the sticks and you know brandon did that when he was a stick that's that's the only way we go is that raised decal that's that's it's
1: cheap if you don't, if you just. Preaching. Yeah, they, they say it doesn't cost much more to go first class. You just that, can't go as often. That's
0: exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good way to wrap this portion up. Well, okay, well, we, we will wrap it up and we'll bring on our special guest here shortly. Okay, it's time for our special guest portion of the Throwing Smoke pot, And boy, do we have a special guest tonight. We finally got Doug Starrett on the podcast, something we've been wanting. Lucian and I have been talking about it for weeks. We talk about his kids every week. We finally got the man himself on here, though, Lucian. How exciting is this?
1: Oh, the man, the myth, the legend.
0: Uh, Doug Doug is coaching our 16-U national team, but he has brought so much more to the table. And uh, he's a guy who doesn't really like to talk about himself or his kids. Uh, but I told him that was non-negotiable tonight. He's actually going to have to do that a little bit. We're, Lucian and I have seen it firsthand, uh, what he brings. And so we can offer a unique perspective
2: there, but Doug, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on with you two, uh, fine gentlemen. I've been looking forward to this today. Appreciate it. You're welcome, man. We're,
0: we're for real. We're glad you came on and had you. You're, you're such a big part of what's going on right now, uh, with, with the whole organization that. You know, I, I always I knew you would be a great guest on this because really, I mean, you're you're a bit you've become a very big part. And that's that's what I wanted to start this with is when you when you talk about the steroids. OK, it, you guys know by now uh, you've seen them. Uh, we're not just yapping about them. These two are special, special, special players. Uh And when you get them, obviously your program gets better. There's no doubt about it. Doug's got a son. He's the same way. Peyton, great athlete, great baseball player, great football player. Uh, Your your team and your organization get better when you add his kids. But Doug has been a huge, huge piece for us. He has run organizational workouts. He's run practices. He's got our kids involved in professional-level training uh, in Little Rock. Uh, throughout the week, and uh, we've had a number of kids buy into that. And so, Doug, just kind of talk about your experience coming into prime. Doug was a longtime coach, (laughs) and uh, he's kind of – he was uneasy, I know, when he made the decision to come, but he took a leap of faith. And kind of where are you at in that process? Are you glad you pulled the trigger?
2: Uh, Man, yeah, I'd like to uh, just start out with by saying thank you for saying all the nice things about my kids uh feel, feel blessed um I just don't you know want this to go to my kids heads we believe that there's uh always uh, somebody bigger and better and that they always need to keep working hard to try to make that next level um i think this was a great decision for me jay you know before i came over you and i talked several times um uh, laid all the options out looked at the big picture yeah and, and man I, I couldn't be happier I, I literally, what you are doing for the girls in Arkansas and Texas, Louisiana, Missouri is absolutely un- unbelievable. You're a social media genius. You, uh, you put the girls first. You make it fun. And you're actually uh, giving them contacts and getting them on college campuses. And, and this is the next step of where we always envisioned for my two girls where we wanted to be. Right. You know, you know, at a young age, you work fundamentals, you know, everybody at eight, nine, 10 and 11, if you're chasing trophies and rings, you're doing it wrong. Yes. You, you need to be working on the fundamentals, build that foundation of that house, you know, and, and then you're going to have plenty of time. Don't, don't have FOMO fear of missing out and don't get caught up in the rat race, but, but work on the fundamentals at a young age. And and that's what we really pushed for my girls. And, and you know, when you ask, Talk about the practices that I run. I have always been blessed with really good people that have helped me out and have taught me. And I just I consider myself a sponge. You know, everything that I teach, I've learned from somebody else. I went and asked for help. I seek the knowledge. You know, and and I I guess I asked the right questions. But you know, you build the fundamentals first, and then where my girls are right now. Skylar's a sophomore. She's a 26, and then you know, Sadie's a 28. Yeah, we still believe in fundamentals, but now is the time that that the foundation is there. And they need to start. They need to start getting out in colleges if this is their dream. And, and Jay, you have you have made it so easy for me. You've you've uh, lifted my uh, you lifted some of the load off my plate. You know, I don't have to do. I don't have to deal with the parents, the money, yeah. the uniforms, the scheduling. I just get to train the kids, keep sharpening. You know, keep sharpening them up and then and then go to these events and let them showcase their ability. And, and it's been it's been an absolutely uh, game change for me and my two girls. I know my two girls love you. They love Lucian. They love their teammates. They've loved the organization. They're having fun and they're still putting the work in and getting better. So so what else am I supposed to say? You know, except right, right. Except except well. it's been the right call, man. And, and, and I thank you, man. And I'm forever grateful for you and for Lucian for, well, for this and Yeah. I, I think we speak for at the entire organization. When I say
0: we're all glad the Sterrits made that decision, the Sterrits as a family have just been a grand slam home run for prime. Wouldn't you say Lucian?
1: Well, yeah, I, I, I even sent, you know, after the tournament, uh, Sunday, the 16 and 18 you wrapped up uh, Delaney Tech Skylar and wanted to see if they wanted to meet us for lunch. And we met up for lunch and, had, you know, had a good talk. And it, it was it was a good time. But when I got home, I sent Doug a message, a text, and just, you know, I told him, I said, man, you know, the th- the good thing about softball is it brings you into contact with people that you otherwise wouldn't have met. And, you know, I, I, I thanked him because, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean – I think not only is my daughter going to be better, but am I going to be a better coach? And if our organization is going to be better simply because Doug Starrett and his family are in it. And I, you're thanking us, but I mean, me and Jay, I mean, we, you know, when he first brought this to me talking about what we wanted to do, uh, it, it, you know, we wanted it to grow, but didn't know how fast it would grow. And, uh, adding you and what you're bringing as far as the training and the, all the specialized training. And I mean, just, it, we could, I mean, prime couldn't have grown what it is right now without you and with you. it's. I, I, I really feel like it's going to take off. And that's what it,
0: I was Like we're just scratching the surface here, Doug, uh, what Doug brings, not, not Skylar and Sadie. I mean, Skylar and Sadie are just great players, great kids. Uh, everybody loves them great teammates do everything the right way they are a coach's dream yes but what Doug brings to the table to me was the missing piece and Lucian you and I have talked about that before and uh, I've known Doug I know I've known him for a while uh, we we'd had a number of conversations in the past and I, I could just tell that this was a guy that knew what he was doing uh, I always thought that we shared a lot of the same beliefs I'd you know, now, now, I guess with Brandon, I, I probably was early in his uh career when I was coaching him a trophy chaser, but I'm a big picture guy now, that's that's all I really am looking at, and I could care less about rings and trophies. Uh, yeah, they're great to win. Uh, some of our best memories, Lucian, are playing on those days like in Kansas City this summer where we play seven or eight consecutive games, and I mean, those are great, but at the end of the day, you want to get better. And you want to get the kids opportunities. And, and I think the three of us kind of hit that now. I mean, Lucian, me and you are full of it. We can talk to anybody and spin things and get kids out there and put their name out to coaches and stuff like that. And, and Doug, Doug brings a high level of, of training experience, you know, from his from his time with uh, Marcy at Genuine up in Chicago. We'll talk about her. And then also just his time and his friendship with Dustin Mosley and performance, which we will also talk about, uh, Doug brings so much to the table and it's really kind of, I'm a big believer in fate and like things just kind of happen for a reason. And I know the, the premises that brought Doug to us weren't necessarily great for him. I know that, you know, when your team ends, your, your youth team, it's always sad. You know, we've all been through it, Lucian. I know you've been through it. Uh, I ended yours, uh, and, uh, you know, I've had team in, team, youth teams in before too. But today, where we're at, just a few short months in, man, I couldn't be happier. I do think it happened for a reason. And we're just getting started with this. Like, well, like a year from now, I, this is going to be awesome.
1: Well, just to, I mean, you know, Delaney's never been one that, I mean, she's worked her butt off, but she's never been one that, like, looks forward to workouts that absolutely kick her rear end and like she loves like we missed one Wednesday I think two weeks ago and that was my fault because I just actually forgot and like she was disappointed that we didn't get to go she looks forward to going on Wednesday so I mean that's not only are they hard but I mean they enjoy them well that's
0: that's what uh, where Doug and I align again it's fun I mean I this guy, this guy will build him up, man. He does not tear him down at all. He doesn't believe in that. Uh, he's going to hold him accountable, uh, but he's not going to tear him down. And, again, that's very important to me because I've seen burnout many times in kids, and it's a real thing. And it happens it, – it doesn't discriminate with your talent level. Uh, really, really talented people can burn out. And, uh, I can tell you, I feel good about – they're not going to burn out playing for us, and they're not going to burn out playing for Doug because of – the way he does things. And so Doug, talk about a little bit of your experience. I touched on Marcy. I want you to talk about Marcy for a little while. Tell us the story. First of all, Doug is not a native Arkansan. If you couldn't tell by the way he talks, Uh, he's actually, he actually leads a really interesting life uh, and has a lot of interesting experiences. Doug, tell us about some of those from your military background to your training to the national rugby team, all that stuff. Tell us about you.
2: And, you know, it's this podcast is about the girls, Jay, and I, I've been blessed being around some really good people throughout life that have yeah. mentored me, you know, the coaches that have impacted me, my high school coach, uh, my being master, my kids all do taekwondo, which is, we don't talk about that, but but people don't know that, you know, Peyton and Skylar both second degree black belts, and Shady's a first degree black belt, so they've always had that discipline instilled with them when they were at a young age, and then... You know then moving on up with uh, playing rugby for the Air Force team and then you know and being a great coaching and and uh, just a great system that the Air Force rugby team provided was was great and it was a learning experience but you know what really took off for me with baseball and softball was when we when we got out of the military and we moved back home to Morris, Illinois which is just outside of Chicago and my neighbor His name is Chuck Kalaka and he played professional baseball and he uh, worked out at the uh, nuclear power plant. So he's very, he's a very smart guy and very attention to detail. Well, when Peyton got old enough and started throwing, you know, at six, seven years old, Chuck was his pitching coach and Chuck would come over and we would throw two to three times a week in our barn up there and Chuck would mentor the boys and he would mentor us as coaches. And I'm the type of guy, man, attention to detail. I take notes I keep track of everything. I keep track of practices that are scripted, you know, and I write everything down and I have this like plastic brains they're called. And, uh, as we progressed the Chuck teaching us, you know, he mentioned as my girls got older, that if I wanted lessons for softball, he said, you need to go check out Marcy up at genuine sports training. So we went up there and it's actually Marcy and Dana. And I'm going to tell you, there's nobody better. I've never met anybody better for positive energy, leadership, uh, teaching women how to carry themselves and be confident, you know, and and then just the skills and the technical aspect of softball. I could talk, you could talk for hours. And, you know, we mentioned, I would love for you guys to have Marcy because I'm not, I'm doing her a disservice, but Marcy needs to come on and tell her story because she's an amazing person. But anyway, we became really good friends and she and Dana have been both Sadie and Skyler's, pitching hitting fielding coach and we would always do camps up there my teams would go up there well you know just the way it worked out we ended up moving down to arkansas aaron and i but all the softball teams i've been part of we still go back up there and we train and i would still love prime nation to do a field trip and you know the girls don't want to go do it i call a genuine mecca for softball yeah we do a field trip and we go up there she's got two indoor fields and uh, we just get back to basics with fundamentals. And, and you know, and you'll see, you know, it'll be scripted. But she believes, obviously, in the, in the dynamic stretching, taking care of your body, the nutrition. And she's always up to date and always learning on all the new things, you know. The game has changed a lot, Jay, in the last 10 to 15 years. Yeah. And some people are still stuck on how it was played and taught 15 years ago when it has gotten better, it's even gotten faster. The girls have gotten stronger, faster, you Absolutely. know, smarter at the game.
0: Well, that's, you know, that, that's what good coaches do. They adapt to the times and uh, they change with them. Uh, you know, we've, we've seen it many times, uh, a good coach in their own right, and their time never changes, never adapts. And, and the game ends up passing them by. And uh, so that's a very familiar story. And, Doug, like like we said, we're not going to – Doug, I told you, I, we're getting him to talk a little bit about himself. But, he, he, listen, we've about reached our limit of Doug. He's going to want to talk about some other kids and stuff here in a second. But Doug just has some really unique experience uh, for this – especially for this part of the country. Uh, and I can't tell you, Lucian, I got good news, buddy. We are going to be taking a field trip to Chicago this summer. Uh, Doug and I have to work out dates uh, when we get back from St. Louis. But that is – that is at the top of my to-do list for our summer uh, is to take a group of our girls up there and kind of see what it's about. You know, I sat by Maddie Holcomb's uh, who's played for Doug for years has made those Chicago trips with him uh, to genuine. I sat by her one night at a volleyball game and we talked about it a lot. I asked her uh, cause Doug had mentioned it to me. I asked her what, well, what do you do there? What's a weekend like up there? And she went into great detail about it. And the moral of the story you're going to get a lot better. You're going to learn a lot, both player, coach, parent, everybody, and you're going to have a great time while you do it in a, in an awesome city. So that is a field trip we are definitely going to plan here very shortly.
1: Uh, well, so do you look yeah, I, I was going to say, you know, I've seen the the practices and stuff that, that Doug runs and and how detailed they are, and if he's that passionate about her, then I'm I, I'm all in.
0: Well that's the way I felt too and just let's talk about that Lou I, I want to talk to you for a minute because you you are you're a good person to, to get a comment from about this because I' like I said I've known Doug I've known scholar I've known I, well I'll be honest with you I didn't know how good she was until you remember that game last year for her freshman year when they played El Doradado and I came out there to watch and just because I knew you'd be there that's the first time I really realized whoa whoa whoa. This kid is uh, this kid's a whole nother level of good. And uh, but I've known him for a while. You haven't. And uh, talk about you. You've been to everything. You've been to the performance workouts. You've been to the arm farm up there. You come to the workouts we have shared in Sheridan where that Doug runs. Talk about Doug's practices and maybe how they differ from any practice you've ever been to.
1: Well, there's, I mean, there's just not, I mean, like there's, there's downtime like for them to get drinks, but there's no, there's no wasted, there's no wasted movements. There's, I mean, everything is just smooth and it transitions into one thing after another. And then, I mean, like Doug gets down there and he actually like shows them exact, he doesn't tell them how to do it. He shows them how to do it. And Man, it's just—I mean, it, it's high energy. It's a lot of positive reinforcement, uh, yeah. and like I said earlier, I mean, Delaney gets out there and she gets her butt smooth worn out, yeah, and looks forward to doing it again. And like I said, she's not—she's not been a—she's uh, not one that just like Sarah Camplain loves to work out. Yeah. Like she wakes up to wake to work out. Right. Uh, Delaney works out. But she she does she's never really just like looked forward to it. But she loves this stuff and doesn't want to miss it.
0: Well, that's what she told me is that she's all in. And what she said about Doug—that's after the first practice she went to of his—is that she really liked how he coached. And and I asked her to elaborate on that, and she said, "Well, just how how positive he is and how energetic, but also how he shows you how to do everything. And and that's something that you you and I have talked about." That is not necessarily our strength, uh, is the, the teaching and the fundamental stuff like that. We're good at what we do, but that's why I said bringing Doug in it was, was the missing piece to what we're doing. And now at prime, man, you hit every angle with us. Uh, you're going to have fun. You're going to get yourself out there. Now, I can't – we can't get every girl to Arkansas. That's. I mean, it takes a special level of talent, uh, to, to go to schools like that. But I promise you, if you come and you buy in and you do what we tell you to do, you're going to have opportunities at the next level. Right before I called you guys, I was, I was on the phone for about an hour with a coach down in Texas talking about a kid. And it was one of, one of your fall league kids, Lou, uh, Grace Trugger. Uh And I mean, that, we will get you those opportunities. Doug, if you, if you utilize him, if you utilize what he's offering, uh, and that's workouts throughout the week, that's practices on the weekends when we can, you will become a better, more fundamental player. And so it's just been, it's just been all good with the Starets, honestly. I mean, bringing all of them on board has just been a great thing. And I want to shift gears now a little bit because we can't keep Doug on here all night. But I do want to shift gears. Doug is our 16-U national coach. And I mentioned this in his huddle on Sunday after their, their last game. This has always kind of been a dream of mine since we've started this. I wanted a team to mirror ours, uh, one that was going to be good enough to leave Arkansas and not necessarily win tournaments because, again, we that's not the priority here, but to compete, to be able to go out and play teams from Oklahoma and Texas and Iowa and Kansas and compete with them. And uh, while we just started, 16 National opened up last week. That's our first tournament ever. Uh I see so many good things from that crew already. And Doug is a huge part of that. Just, man, Lucian, you should have been in this huddle and, and heard his speech to him at the end of that, their game. Like, it was it was absolutely awesome. And uh, so, Lou, talk about what you've seen so far with 16 National. Then we're going to let
1: Doug talk about it. Well, like I, I, I said before, they, you know, I had Skyler reach out to uh, Delaney Friday night after me and Delaney and, and Allie and all of us were watching their game and he had Skyler reach out to Delaney to get my number. And then he calls me and thanks me for coming and how much it meant to him, this and that. And he was like, can I I said, sure. He said, what can we do better? And I said, "Jesus, Doug, y'all just won 17 to nothing. You scored two touchdowns and a field goal. Uh, You did fine, but that—I mean—that's the thing. I mean, yes, he—he—he is always looking to to you know to fine tune. Not that he wasn't happy winning seventeen to nothing, but you know. And then another thing I saw—we were in their dugout Saturday. And they had just won, and he was telling the girls how proud he was of them, and this and that, and you know things that they were going to have to work on. And Delaney was sitting there, and he said, "Delaney, what, what, what do you see that we, what did you see anything we need to work on?" And Delaney, being Delaney, she says, "Well, I like a dugout full of energy, and I don't think y'all had enough of it." And Doug just, like, lit up like a Christmas tree. He said, thank you. And I I told him, I was like, I'm sorry, Delaney was so blunt. And he goes, no, that's exactly what I wanted. And, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's refreshing to see that.
0: That's the thing with with Doug. And and he's just like us in that respect. There's no ego with him. Like, there's no ego. He wants your opinion. He wants you to tell him what you see. And that's like he said. Uh, He's learned a lot with that approach to life, not just in softball, but I'm sure in his military background and everything else, he's willing to listen and learn. You know, Skyler went to the Arizona camp a couple of weeks ago. Doug, he videoed every drill. He took a pages full of notes about it. I mean, that's what the guy does. And so, Doug, <laughs> tell me your opinion on your team right now. What have you seen that you like? What What are you feeling about 16 National right
2: now? Oh, man. You know, Jay, we started out with 10 girls. We had 12 on Sunday for two girls that had stuff going on and then they joined up. But I just I'm so proud of all these girls. You know, the first time they came together, they're all coming from different areas. We have only had one practice prior to this tournament. Uh, where I don't even think half of them could make it because some of them come from Texas. But the fact that they came together. They bought in to play for each other, and and you know I know this sounds kind of cheesy, man, but but they were having fun and they were playing for each other, and they were acting like just a big bunch of sisters, man. They loved each other, and I couldn't be more proud of that. You know, I I can go down the list, I could talk about each one. You know, right. I Kind of just made you know list Skyler and Sadie. I'm proud of my two. You know, right. they stepped up, they they led and. We always tell them to lead by their actions, not by what they say. They're the quiet leaders. And, and then that rolls into Maddie. And, you know, you guys have talked about Maddie Holcomb so much. But, but man, you know, I asked her to do something that she's never done. I had her call the entire, entire weekend. You know, and I've had coaches give me feedback, some college coaches, that they appreciate that. But, you know, Maddie and the pitchers would come in, and I would talk to her, and they would give me feedback. But I let Maddie call the entire weekend. And she did an unbelievable job. And then she came to me afterwards and she, she apologized. And I said, you you got nothing to apologize for kid. You were brilliant. This is a learning process. And then, you know, the addition of Dita, we call her the old lady on the team because she's the oldest, (laughs) but, but, Oh man, what a natural leader. She's fast. She's uh, she has swag and and I love that when a girl has swag and and character, you know, it's, you know, that mental toughness. And she led by, with her bat and her defense, Macy Martin had a good weekend at the plate. You know, she had a great batting average and she's such yeah. an athletic girl. You know, the, the Texas girls, Katie and Kinley, you know, they drive two, two and a half hours to come play with us. And you can't yeah. ask for a better group of girls. You know, they're so well-mannered. They look you in the eye, they give you a hundred percent. And they're just, they're just studs. And uh, Katie, Katie, you know, she's still figuring stuff out pitching, but she came back strong and finished the tournament strong. And that's yeah. all we asked him to do, you know, face adversity. And then, and then you got Kinley, who can play anywhere on the field. She's a true utility player: third, yeah. short, outfield, uh, first, second. You know, and she's just a sponge. And and when you got players that are driving two hours and they want to be there, and they look you in the eye, and they're just like, they're just like, hey, what do we got, coach? Just tell us what to do. How do we get better? Let's play together. The energy it makes the job coaching easier, and I had a great time this weekend. Well, just, man, I, you know we yeah. just finished with the rest of these. Jay Kendra Terry. Okay, oh, yeah. talk about oh. enough about her. She started out a little slower pitching, and then she pitched the last five innings for us in that bracket play and held a great team. You know. Unbelievable, and the adversity that she faced, and she battled through, and she's getting mentally tough. She's grown as a pitcher, and she was working with Maddie for the first time, and I was letting them call their own game. And then you got Charlie Wardlaw. She came in, she filled in at first and catcher, and uh, j- just you know, can't say enough about her, her personality, her attitude, looking out for her sisters. But she she played great. You got Ellie Johnson, uh, and I'm just going to tell you right now. And I don't, Ellie's going to be mad at me, but (laughs) if anybody ever wants to be like a player, you'd be like Ellie Johnson. Absolutely. Ellie went to the plate. She had great uh, approach to the plate, but she didn't get a hit. So (laughs) going into Sunday, I didn't let her bat because this is a national team. I put her as a flex player. And she looked at me and she smiled and she just basically said, coach, whatever you need me to do. And she went out and played the outfield and she made some big time plays for us. Cost some really great catches. And then came in and supported her teammates. And, I mean, if I could mold her, I'd make a 1,000 girls of Ellie Johnson with her attitude, her love for this team, and understanding her role. And, and she's going to get better. Jay, she's already working with Coach Pat on hitting lessons, and we're fine-tuning this. And she's coming back. She's going to start hitting because she gets it. And she has the right attitude. And then you got well, Cassie. Yeah. Cassie Clark that came in. Cassie gave me – You know, a little bit of adversity in the beginning, and then she finished strong pitching, figuring it out. And then the one that surprised me the most was Jaden. And uh, Jaden Howard out of Missouri. Uh, Didn't get to meet her. Haven't, you know, practiced with her or anything. She drives down, never meeting the girls, shakes my hand, looks me in the eye, smiles. Right then and there, I knew she was a great kid. She fit right in with the girls. You could tell she's a competitor. And uh, another stud athlete. And, you know, and then when, when you have players like this, it just made this weekend earlier. It made the weekend easy, I should say. And yeah. I, know, I know the outcome isn't what we wanted. But, but it is in the end because we got better. We learned to play as a team. And we're starting to figure stuff out. And these girls, you know, they, they want to get better. You know, they want to keep improving. And, and they get it and they're playing for each other. So I just can't wait to see where this team goes. And what all these girls plan on doing all through high school, you know, their high school season is going to be phenomenal. And then when we get back in the summer, that's, I mean, with this,
0: what impressed me so much with this crew? I mean, the chemistry's through the roof in there, but that's a, they're a product of their leadership there. Um, you know, Lucian, and, you know, you know, the assistant coach, Michael Johnson, really well, too. Uh, Michael, I've said it for well over a year now, he's one of the finest guys we got in our organization, just pure gold. And Doug and Doug and Michael, I can't think of any two better guys to lead a team like this than those two. And so the chemistry is there. But we didn't take it easy on them either. We didn't put them, you know, in Conway or, you know, somewhere like that. And that's not to knock con- stuff in Conway, but the Tulsa lead invite by and large is – just about the biggest collection of talent in softball this state will see. And uh, we threw them right in there and they did exactly what we did. They, who, and we've been together for years. Uh, they went two and one in pool. They qualified for the top flight bracket, uh, which is all the teams that went three and O oh and two and one, the best teams in the tournament. They go in there, they win a bracket game uh, against a good Tulsa elite team and they, they get beat in a tight game in the quarterfinals, but, that is a phenomenal finish. You you take nothing else into account. That is a, that's a terrific finish for a team playing their first tournament together. Don't you think Luke?
1: Yeah. Well, I was, and I was going to say, uh, you know, Doug was bragging on all the, all what all his girls were doing. And he was, uh, but he, he, he alluded to it a little bit, but I, I'm going to, cause I know he doesn't like bragging on them, but I want to brag on something that he informed me about tonight. Uh, you know, we all on here talk about how – we talk on here all the time about how athletic Skyler is, how great she is in the field. But something he told me today, some people may be wondering, you know, that listen to this that don't know Skyler, just maybe have seen her play. You know, usually a lot of times when you have a really, really good athlete, they're cocky, they, they, they're kind of, you know, they, they feel entitled and all that stuff. But ju- just to give a little insight into what Skylar did this weekend, uh, you know, Doug said that Kendra uh, started out not not rocky, but, you know, she came on strong at the end. And in the middle of all that, uh, he looked over and Skyler had her arm around Kendra loving on her, you know, bringing her up. And, and then, you know, there, there you go. You got. You know, Kendra comes back strong, and so I just wanted to talk about what kind of teammate she was too. She's not just a good athlete; she's a good teammate.
0: I'm telling you, and that that's been one of the most enjoyable parts, really, of the entire fall for me is truly getting to know Skylar and Sadie. I knew of them, I knew them before, but I didn't really know them, know them. And these are two, you know, I'm a teacher; I, I deal with kids all day, every day. Thousands. Last you know, fifteen years, and Scholar and Sadie, the best kids you're ever going to encounter in life. They truly play for their teammates. Uh, they're going to be there to support them on and off the field. You know, our daughters are friends with friends with Scholar, and uh, you know, just you talk about their ability all the time, and it, it the ability is amazing. I mean, Sadie Sadie is a twenty eight man. I mean, going out there doing what she's doing. It's just unbelievable And Schuyler, you know we've talked about her a ton of how talented she is but these kids are they're just great kids
1: they're yeah that, that. that's why I wanted to touch on the teammate part because I mean we, we've touched on it all through the fall league about how just uber talented Kendra Terry is. I yeah. mean yeah. Yeah, I mean the, there's I mean you know Sky's the limit for but you know when you have a teammate like Skylar or that that believes in you, and 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 let you know they're there for you. That all that can do is help that kid, and that's that's awesome.
0: Well, that's it's culture, man. That's that's what it is, and that's just the culture of the Starette household. That's that's what it is, and uh, you already see that with that sixteen U national team. And you know, I told I've said this numerous times. I think I've even said it on this podcast. Last year, I'm just gonna be real. It 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 really irked me when we played some of our fellow sticks teams and just the cutthroat atmosphere that it was out there. I mean, they wanted to kill us. They literally wanted to kill us. And I get wanting to be competitive and stuff, but at the end of the day, I want this to be a a sisterhood. I want these girls to love each other. It doesn't matter what team they're on. They're all part of the prime army and Doug, does the best job of anybody of instilling that kind of culture you saw it with this team one weekend into the season some of which he met that weekend he'd never even met him before
1: man yeah, he welcomed he welcomed uh red and delaney and Allie and lauren in the dugout with open arms just I, let him just let them come in there and be a part of it yes
0: and that's that's what we want we talked about that last week i want when when 16 and 18 national are playing in the same tournament i want I want all of 18 national that they're watching 16 national and vice versa. You know, that that's just a good culture. And I was really proud to see that. That's just kind of like a like a proud dad moment. Almost, you know, you 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 see the evolution of the organization there right in front of your eyes. And so, you know, I we're going to wrap this up because Doug doesn't want to be on here all night. But just Doug has brought so much to our organization in such a short amount of time. And I think you would agree with that, Lucian. And just give me an, for, for Lucian, give me an overall uh, statement about Doug and his impact on prime. You know, he talked real good about us. It's time for us to talk real good about him.
1: Yeah, I don't, I mean, you know, when you called me when you were going to go after him, I mean, we talked about it and I mean, the, I mean, Michael Johnson's even mentioned it, that the one thing that prime didn't have was training. And yeah. I mean, you know, you want to talk about social media? Nobody's better than us. I mean, but we didn't – we did not have the training part of it. And, I mean, just simply put, Doug coming over and bringing that and bringing performance, the, the, you know, the option of us going to performance. And I met and sat and talked to Dustin Mosley today, uh, a big league guy. That is as down to earth as anybody I've ever met. I mean, he, I, I appreciated Doug bringing me over there and talking. I mean, I enjoyed it. He's a he's a good dude. Uh, but you know, the just the simple fact that you know we now have that at our disposal. It's a game. I mean, it just it's a game changer. It it's it takes us from where we had the opportunity to be uh, a pretty you know a pretty good organization for kids to come to, to now there's no downside to it. There's nothing, there's nothing that you can want that we don't offer now. I agree. We
0: check every box now. And, you know, performance is something that I definitely want to talk about, but we're going to save that because next week the bulk of the episode will be about performance. We're going to have Dustin Mosley on here and let him tell you about it himself. I have a lot of experience with Dustin. That was Brandon's coach for years and uh, really, i i mean i have said it before i'll say it next week too but i i credit dustin and his workout program as being the primary factor in brandon being able to reach the the point of being able to sign with the university of arkansas that i think that was the single most important factor uh but getting doug in here has given us access to that and uh you know we really want to see more girls in there (laughs) again we'll we'll talk about that next week uh but I just want to want to say, Doug, that we are really happy to have you on board with us. And uh, like I said, we're just scratching the surface, man. This thing's going to go and go and go, and we want you to be a massive part of it, dude.
2: Thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it being there and, and uh, very grateful uh, that I came over to the side. It was the right decision for my family. Well, man, I'm glad to hear it. And, hey, look- Great news, man! If it doesn't freaking
0: rain, I swear, if it rains, I'm gonna be so mad. We get Skyler this
2: weekend. <laughs> that's a fact. You
0: gonna say something about it, Lou, or just sit there? Are you
1: done? Well, no, I just, I did. I said that's a fact. We get her.
0: Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, boy, that's gonna be a fun toy to, to, to have in the lineup, huh?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: I wonder, I don't even think I can screw that. Or actually, I don't think you can even screw that up over there at first
1: base. Well, I don't have a problem getting them past first base. You have a problem getting them to score.
0: <laughs> Boy, you're right about that. <laughs> All right, well, boys, we won't take up any more time tonight. Doug, thank you very much for agreeing to come on. I know this makes you uncomfortable to talk about your kids and yourself, but you're doing a wonderful job, and people – People need to hear about it and, and want to hear from you about it because, really, you've been a game-changer for us, man.
2: Thanks, you Andrew. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, Deb.
0: All right, guys. Y'all take it easy.